I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney, for NPR Illinois Community Voices, and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host, Craig. I'm joined today by Vanessa Ferguson. Hello. And a very, very special guest coming right from Walt Disney World, Mr. Brett Rutherford. How are you, sir? <laughs> Look at you in your spirit wow. jersey there. What? What? Oh, oh my gosh, look what happened. Oh, more Disney magic. That's awesome. I like it. I like it. That is a, that's the um, uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation. It is, because it was for the children. Of course. Yeah, you had, had to spend to. money for the children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always. So this is an exciting day because we've been kind of waiting for a trip report to Disney World or Disneyland for a long, long time. You know, it's been uh, well over a year for most of us that have been in the parks. And uh, Brett had, um, he will tell you how many times specifically, but I'm going to say he replanned this trip right around 486 times. And so it was very exciting that Brett got to go to Disney World at the end of January. And we're going to talk all about it today. So we're excited to dive right into it. Brett, are you excited to relive your trip with us? Well, you know, I mean, my my vacation brain DVR starts recording the minute I leave home. And it doesn't turn off until the minute I get back so this podcast could possibly be 10 days long but i'll try to keep it to two or three okay okay only two or three days Uh, did you pack up vanessa are you ready to are you in for the long haul you know in this pandemic there are days i don't shower so i'm fine with that we can make it through three days (laughs) (laughs) can your dog make it through three days that will be the question thank holding your tink tink (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Strap in. All right. Um, So, Brett, you know, there's a lot of ways that we can go with this, and there's a lot of ways we can talk about this. But I think what we should start with is sort of how you planned this and how you got to be in Disney. How did that finally come to fruition for you? Well, I mean, there is a serious side to all of this. Um, Part of it is that I, I did not have 400 and whatever attempts, but I did have 20 attempts on a Disney vacation. So 21 times was a charm. Um, But I kind of had some rules. Um, I had to, if I was going to go, which apparently I did, um, I was going to double mask. Um, I have the KN95 for safety and a two-ply cotton for show. Um, And then I was going to eat all of my meals in my room at Pop Century, which is going a little bit too far, but I'm like going, I just want to be safe. So, and then, and then my other rule was if I ever felt uncomfortable with crowds or anything, I would leave and go back to Pop. And that happened a couple of times. Um, the other thing is that, you know, part of my planning, I, I wanted to, you know, make the, the flight um, as easy as possible. And part of that now, um, since they have discontinued the luggage service from, uh, you know, from the airport directly to your room, I'm hoping that comes back. My guess at some point it will. But anyway, in order to um, avoid uh, the baggage claim, both going and coming, I 
did some research and found this company called Lugless. It's a, it's a luggage service that um, you can either take your luggage to uh, UPS or FedEx or something, um, or they will pick it up. And in this case, because um, I had had a, I had a credit with them because I had canceled the vacation and contacted them. They were, their customer service was su superb, superb. So shout out to Lugless. I'm not a sponsor, but <laughs> they were amazing. So I had a credit. So I decided to go for the luxury round of having my luggage picked up. And I got all sorts of emails in, in, the, prog in the progress of, of my luggage getting there. So my luggage got there before I did. And uh, so that was, uh, that was it, good. And, and then the other thing. And it Rise of Resistance without you, right? <laughs> yes, it was there. It was a day or two earlier. So I don't know. It probably had a good time. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and then per Vanessa's suggestion, um, I used Garden Grocer to get some, uh, to make some purchases of some food um, substances, basically turkey and cheese and bread and a couple of other things, actually. Yeah, there was some Mountain Dew. And um, <laughs> there was, uh, so anyway, so, so that was what, that was kind of my planning. So, so I, um, that was, and then I went to Walt Disney World. Yep. Wow. That's awesome. And I think your trip really started for you. And now there's a, there's a couple of different ways we can do this. And I, I want you to choose the direction that we go in. We can either go kind of day by day, day by day, or we can just kind of focus primarily on the four parks and then maybe Disney Springs and, and kind of lump all of your experiences into those. Is there a particular way you want to do that? Uh, that probably might be the best way to do it because I have a friend who right now um, is she and her her large family are at Walt Disney World and she had some questions for me so um, I called her um, before her trip and and um, I answered her questions and then monologued for approximately 118 minutes. To, so I, I so I'm talk, I, I found out that I, I like talking about Disney, which I didn't really know until then. Yeah, so, you know, it's, you it's interesting. There's not or there's not like a hundred hours plus hours of you doing that online uh, somewhere where people yeah. can subscribe and like so, and share uh, for all the world to see. But let's let's go ahead and do that. We'll we'll divide it up into parks, and then also we'll talk resorts and Disney Springs as well, because I know you had those experiences too. But okay. before we do that, I should mention as kind of just a general tip, and this is something that I wasn't aware of, and I don't know that you were aware of before you did it, but when and where were you when you booked Rise of the Resistance in Hollywood Studios on your first day? Explain how that yes. worked. Okay. I was, um, I was in St. Louis, and, you know, I had watched all of the research, and it is, you know, it seemed, the first one seemed so easy. Oh, well, this is just so easy. Well, I did kind of, I checked um, the Wi-Fi to see if it was a really strong signal and all that. It was huge. I'd never seen it so, so fast, so I'm like going, let's try this. So there is a, uh, let's see, exact time is an app, and so you, uh, so, so I did exact time, so I knew exactly what the time is. So it was like, so at, um, it was, let's see, seven o'clock Eastern time is when the boarding passes become available. Um, and then, so it's 6.59.56, uh, you move to the app, and anyway, I got in from St. Louis. How cool was that? That is so, pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that was cool. 
And so how did, like, were you nervous at all that you were going to get an early boarding group? Because if you did that, you wouldn't have been able to make it, right? You almost were like, you were the one person that was requesting this, that was trying for a later boarding group. Yeah, well, um, let's just say as the day progressed, um, I was checking into uh, Pop Century Resort about the time that that my boarding group became available and it said you have an hour and I'm like going I need to get my luggage so as it turns out I I got my luggage which um, took a a little bit of time because it it was at the front desk it wasn't at the bell it wasn't other place it was the front desk but I got that and um, but I did the mobile check-in which was so cool Um, you know so they kind of yeah so by the time I got to the resort, um, you know, it pops up, your room's ready. I'm like going, and then, so I, and it shows you where to go. And so I did that. But anyway, so I got my luggage and then I went uh, on the Disney Skyliner to uh, to DHS. And so I kind of said, oh, it was my travel day and I was running a little late. Would it be possible for me to, and apparently um, there had been some delays throughout the day. So, you know, I was able to go in. So. Said, That's great. Who I am. Don't you know? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a very influential podcaster in the social media community. No, sorry, I did not say any of that. So Kevin like, Kevin Rafferty told us all about Mickey and Minnie's <laughs> Runaway Railway over there. No, uh, so actually, because uh, because that was your first park, and because I think it's the park that is probably the most enticing to people right now, because uh, so much has been done to Hollywood Studios. Why don't we go ahead? I think traditionally I would start with Magic Kingdom, but let's go ahead and start instead today with Disney's Hollywood Studios um, and talk about some of your experiences within that park. I also think um, I'm guessing. It's it's probably one of the more busy parks and it's kind of, it's likely more congested, right? Because it is a smaller park. Well, um, to your point of going to the Magic Kingdom first, another thing I wanted to do on this vacation was to mix it up a little bit. Normally I'm very much a, well, I must go to the Magic Kingdom first, you know, because that's generally what I do, but I wanted to mix it up. And besides I had a rise of the resistance boarding pass that I needed to use. How cool. Anyway. So the like studios. Even sell your boarding passes, like in a trench coat on that. <laughs> you know I mean? like, oh my gosh. Well, there have been days I could have done it. that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little Any bit of a spoiler head, but yeah. <laughs> so um, so that was, you know, the first day of your Disney vacation. Anytime you go, you know, you're usually not there first thing in the morning. So I don't want to say it's, it's a time when, um, when the parks are a little bit busier, middle of the day or a little bit later in the day. And they were. And again, I'm kind of going from uh, this, is, this is a whole new Disney world during our current situation. So I was slightly hesitant with the whole situation. It took me a couple of days to get into the groove of, of, uh, of that. But, um, but the crowds actually um, at the studios were not too bad. Um, I did go right to <laughs> Rise of the Resistance and, you know, played my little violin. It's my travel day. Can't you please let me? And they did. Anyway, so it was great. It was great. The ports and they... <laughs> These are the boarding passes you're looking for. (laughs) Got the boarding passes, but yeah, so that was the first day. But then overall reactions, um, I so then so that was Wednesday. So Thursday, I went there first thing in the morning. I was able to get a Rise of the Resistance 
boarding pass again. I was waiting for the Disney Skyliner. How oh, I love the Disney Skyliner. As a form of transportation, oh my gosh. Anyway, more about that later maybe. But, uh, but I was, you know, in line, got that again. I'm like going, well, this is easy. Anyone can do this. Oh, okay. And, uh, but, uh, but it was later in the day. I'm like going, and, and the people right behind me, I'm in group five. I'm like going, but anyway, anyway, um, I was like in group 60, which is like, you know, you have 380 minutes to wait or something like that. So, but anyway, so what I did, so I went to the studios. It was one of the first people I was of course, first in line again for the Skyliner, you know, and, uh, and going into the, going into the studios, I never experienced the studios with such a low, um, low amount of guests when you first get in there. Oh, so I beelined it to, uh, to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It was the first time to do that. I'm like going, ah, oh. and you know, having spoken with Kevin Rafferty, principal, one of the principal Imagineers for that, I'm like going, I felt excited. I tried to, Vanessa, I wanted to tell everyone, you know, <laughs> I wanted to do our thing. I did not, I kept it all in. So I was Aww. able to ride that once and I, and there were surprises, which when you, when you watch the video, cause I always watch the videos, um, there are things that you do not know what happened and I'm not going to tell you either, but they're fun. They give you a, anyway, I won't say. So anyway, that was fun. So I, it was, and there were no lines when I got out, there was no one in line. So I went again. Oh, wow, that's crazy. That was great. So no again, this was kind of um, I, what I normally do. I mean, I'm an early riser, you know, I'm an early, and especially on a Disney trip. I like, as Vanessa knows, and, and someday, Craig, you will know, you will know that I like my parks early in the morning, so it's all pristine, you know, and uh, so, so it, it, and so that really didn't change. I would go into the parks early. I would do things when there were very short lines. I got to do, you know, pretty much whatever I wanted, you know, when the, and then when the lines got a little bit longer, I went back to my resort and then, you know, would do something later in the afternoon. That's just kind of my normal way I do things. And I, and so that didn't really change for me, but I also thought it was because we were, you know, in our current situation, avoiding crowds is probably a good thing anyway. So mm -hmm. that really didn't change. So to answer your question about were there big crowds at the studios? And I'd say it wasn't bad really, you know, given, everything that's new there yeah. um it wasn't too bad good you know, i i'd say the longest i ever waited in line for uh, mickey and minnie's runaway runaway railway was hmm, probably about 25 minutes but the thing is um a lot of the queues um are outside so they appear longer but you know you have distancing mm -hmm. um, between all of the guests and all that. So they appear longer, but they move, but you're always moving. And the closer, I found the closer you got in, in to the interior of the attraction, um, it moved faster. That was especially true for uh, Mickey and Minnie's and um, and also Toy Story Mania. So Awesome. Oh, well, yeah, but that first day, oh, and, the, and I, oh, I'm sorry. See, this is, what, this is what's going to happen. Um, I went to uh, uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run with a 10-minute wait. Oh, that's I just awesome. Basically wow. walked on that too. It was great. So I got so much done that morning. So, but yeah, You're so the, the studio is so for cool. getting into parks early with this, this monologue here. 
but anyway. It really helps. I mean, you know, that was like going way back to our tips episode that we did uh, that's uh, so outdated now. We're going to have to redo those when we all get back and we have more tips to share. But um, but yeah, certainly it, 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 it certainly helps getting there early, getting stuff done, and then getting out. Now, Brett, this is going to absolutely kill you, but uh, we do have three other parks and then resorts and springs to get through. So uh, Vanessa, did you have any specific questions on Disney Hollywood studios? Or I think we're going to move along to, and no, you took, you took the perfect amount of time, Brett. I'm just saying that I know that deep down inside we could do an hour episode on each park and then on the resort, this could be a six part Brett's uh, trip report. I understand that. So that's all I'm I'm saying. I'm ready to hear more about Brett's, trip it's a delight and i live vicariously so let's move on that's right vanessa you're choosing which park are we heading to oh, oh i just want to jump in magic kingdom yes please it's Aww. my favorite because when i we watched you there when you were very gracious to share part of your trip with us by going live it was just a delight i i had so much fun watching you so i, w- I want to hear more about that experience oh well i actually that happened um, the same day on Thursday, um, I went, you know, after the studios, I went back to my room. I had, you know, nope. Yep. Oh yeah. Though no, that's when I went to, that's when I went to Disney Springs. Okay. We're not doing this in order. But then I went to the magic kingdom at night. Cause I'm like, well, let's try this. Cause normally, you know, under normal circumstances in the past, I would go into the parks early. I would do everything. And then I would, everything I wanted and then would come back. And then I'd go into the parks in the afternoon or evening for um, entertainments, you know, fireworks and all that sort of stuff. Well, that didn't happen this time around, but I was kind of watching the lines and all, you know, like we watched the lines before we go and all that sort of stuff. And it looked as though closer to the time of the park closing, the lines would go down considerably. Well, they did. <laughs> so I, so I got on the socially distanced, bus to transport you know to transportation to the magic kingdom so cool and then got there and i think yeah so walking down main street okay yeah it did get to me a little there was a little terry um but you know seeing the new well the freshly painted well relatively freshly painted castle getting all ready for the 50th anniversary anyway i rode so many things that night, you know, just walked on. The only thing that I would have had to wait for would be the Seven Dwarves Mine. I knew that that time would come at another time. So let's get on, you know, Peter Pan's flight at no, you know, with like five minutes, 15 minutes, like 15 minutes. And that's just walking and all that. Mm-hmm. So much. The Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean. It was great. And then, oh, I just happened to turn the corner and the sun was going down behind the castle. What is that? So I took opportunity for some photos and it was a good day. And every other day, back to the Magic Kingdom. The whole time I would do my early morning or my later later in the afternoon. And I did not have to wait on lines very much at all. It was interesting. <laughs> um, the morning that... I did an early morning on Saturday going to the going to the Magic Kingdom like first thing. And it was um it was the day that we had some liquid sunshine. Um and so I'm like going, all oh, these people are in line, they're just running over to Seven Dwarfs Mine. Well, I'm gonna go on something else because then there'll be no way to okay. 
So I go to, so I get in line, like I, I tried to get in line for, um, for uh, Peter Pan's flight or something, and they're not lining up, you know, they're not open. Well, you know, I mean, I'm like, well, what's going on? Then I went to, uh, to Little Mermaid, and they weren't open. Apparently, kind of the deal was, and they're starting this, I think, you know, um, early magic hours are going away. Is that it? No. Is that what they're called? Anyway. Yes, they are. Okay, thank you. Magic. Early magic hours are going away, and they're just all of the parks are going to be open. All the parks are going to be open for resort guests about 40 minutes, half hour, half hour before um, the published time. And I think they were kind of testing that out because the parks seem to be open um, earlier than their uh, published times. And especially like the whatever the big attraction is. So in the Magic Kingdom right now, it's um, Seven Dwarves Mine. So that that line was going. Um, and I'm so, you know, so I poo-pooed everyone, you know, oh, getting in line. I got in line because that was the only thing that was that was running. It started, it was like misty raining, but it wasn't anything too bad. And it just reminded me all the fun times I've had at Walt Disney World in the rain, you know, oh, I'm going to be wet. Okay. It wasn't like a downpour or anything like that. It was just, you know, you were just wet. So that was fun. So rode, a, rode that. Yeah. So that was my early morning there. I had a couple of early mornings there, but it seems as though, um, you know, you would get into the parks, but the attractions did not open until with the exception of, at least my experience, with the exception of Seven Dwarves Mine, the attractions really didn't start um, or open until the park opened at whatever the published time was. But, uh, was there but still, anything, no lines. Mm. Was there anything that you did not get to do? Because I have so many must-dos on my list. When I saw the people mover wasn't running, I, uh, I felt sad for myself, but I wasn't there. It was you there. <laughs> it was a w weird. I think somehow, like I, I was like uh, channeling you or something. But uh, I, I, I felt a little sad. So, um, was there anything that you wanted to do that you couldn't do on this trip? In the Magic Kingdom or other places? In, in the um, magic, well, the Magic Kingdom the magic is kind kingdom. of my long list of must. Sure. So that's well, you know, probably be most devastated by. They, they were testing the People Mover or Tomorrowland Transit Authority. Um, so you could you could hear the whoosh go by, you know. Yeah. So I didn't get to ride it, but went on the carousel of progress as charming. You know, I was I was a little concerned again of going back to the situation. Um, maybe we'll just put that in a big old topic there at the end. Kind of the you know kind of the the things that um, what Disney is doing to um, to make people safe. Uh, sure. during that situation and then and then what is up you know what is uh up to the guest to make them safe but anyway so but yeah so i i did everything i did everything that was another kind of thing about this vacation because it was i mean it's been a, a long time and certainly a long time for me because it's been 13 months are you kidding me <laughs> i was in my 13th month without a disney park i yep. know first world <laughs> problem but i'm like going that's a lot um, but this time it was, it was, I, I just wanted to, I wanted to do kind of just relax and do whatever I wanted. I mean, when I'm on a vacation by myself, I do that, but sometimes I put myself kind of on a strenuous, I'll do this today and do that today. And you have to do this, this, and this. I kind of let all the rules 
fly because there were already enough rules on this vacation. So, so you know, keeping now, yourself safe of, and all speaking that. Of things that you you didn't get to do. Animal Kingdom is another as a park for me. At both Animal Kingdom and Epcot are very much my show parks where I want to go see the performers oh. and singers. So, your pick, Animal Kingdom or Epcot? What was that ex- experience like? Let's go to Animal Kingdom. Okay. Um, again. I was kind of one of the first in the park again that day. And so everyone beelines to, uh, to uh, Pandora. Right. <laughs> so went to Pandora and walked right on flights of passage. Oh my gosh. And, uh, and went on flights of passage. It was, and it wasn't, I was, oh my gosh, Vanessa, I was thinking about you. Cause I'm like, like, this was, um, it was an intense experience That's so early question. in the morning with, you know, I don't know. I, did I have breakfast that morning? I'm like going. Do they, do they make you go through the fast pass lane or, or can, do you go get to go I through think the it queue? Was, I could walk you through the queue next time. <laughs> well, that's, that's the problem though. Well, that's the problem. Have you, you haven't been there at all, right, Vanessa, uh, on that particular attraction? Correct. I, I won't write it. I rode the other one. I rode the Navi River. Uh, okay, I say because the the queue. Well, and I guess maybe what you're saying, and maybe I cut you off too early. That's probably what I did. I do that often, right? But uh, I probably cut you off too early. That the fast pass line is just not very fun. But the queue line, uh, from what I can see in videos, I've never experienced myself because I've never had the. I've never wanted to wait three hours. But the oh, queue okay. is fun. That makes sense. Okay. But Brett, I went through the whole thing. Yeah, they send you through the whole thing. It was the whole thing because um, when I went before, um, I guess was it? Yeah. Wow. Wow. When you think of it, 2019 with my friend Maureen. Hello, Maureen. Shout out. Um, We did the uh, the ticketed event for the uh, the nighttime thing. Yeah, there. And so we didn't have to wait in line then either. But I think. I think we must have gone through a fast pass queue because there were things this time around, you know, like the floating Navi um, person. I didn't see that that time. And this time I did see it. So, you know, it was a, it was a whoosh because I mean, you just kind of go in there and, but yeah, but I was with, um, I was, uh, I guess after the holidays, um, they had changed or during the holidays, um, they started, uh, um, I guess seating everyone. Um, they didn't like um, have any uh, empty uh, banshees <laughs> in between. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah. So, but I was with you know a family of. There was like a family of four, and then me, and then two other people. So, but we were facing forward, and I felt pretty safe. And I had my masks on. We all had our masks on, except for that wild banshee, of course. That was, the banshee didn't uh, have their mask on. It was intense. Well, no, I, I it mean, was you didn't in- feel too safe on it because he's so wild. <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple of times I'm like going, whoa, but it was very cool. But I was thinking about you, Vanessa. I'm like going, no, I don't think Vanessa should go on this. <laughs> so, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm like going, I'm not going to say, oh, just do it. No, I'm not going to do that. So, yeah, but yeah, so that was cool. And then and then went on, you know, the, the uh, Navi... A river journey, you know, which is so cool. I just, I, I love the vibe of that place and, and uh, seeing it, well, it was still, it's just amazing. I mean, yeah. you know, 
it's just that, that big broad at the end scares me though a little <laughs> <laughs> she's got those long legs and arms she's gonna reach out and grab me <laughs> nah, she was she's much yeah she was yeah it was so cool and then um oh i did something new because i had never been to rafiki's um animal watch Mm-hmm. what was that like that what it's called? planet watch well planet watch sorry um the primary reason i was going is because i have a friend who um uh who is a cast member we were cast members together in in entertainment and he um has since uh uh he went back to school and anyway he is one of the animators that teach um how to draw and uh you know characters so that was part of that was i went to to uh it, as it turns out, he was working that day. So I went to the first uh, showing and we learned how to draw, um, uh, ooh, shoot, shoot. Um, okay, um, uh, Finding Nemo, um, Turtle, Zed, Crush? both of them. Crush and Squirt? Yeah, I think it's Squirt. Uh, yeah, we drew both of them. Yeah. Ooh, that was intense. But yeah, but so Tony, hello, shout out Tony, um, was a really cool instructor, and, the, and they and that experience, um, you take a train there, which was very cool, and it was kind of reminiscent of Disneyland train because you face in; it isn't like you know you're facing towards the oh. engine. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like going shout yeah. out to Disneyland, maybe homesick yeah. for that. But uh, but yeah, but it was and they and the the way that they um, they also tell you since you're in Rafiki's, what is it? Planet Watch. Planet Watch. Okay, so you learn about the planet. So we learned about, um, you know, uh, trying to minimize our um, one-use plastics and all this while we were learning how to draw um, the turtles, Crush and Squirt. And we learned about turtles, and so it was so cool. It was very cool. And so I then, think you uh, posted your picture somewhere that you drew somewhere online. Oh, yeah. And I was super yeah. impressed with it. Although I do remember when we drew in Disneyland and I, I got very angry and one, and I think I crumpled up mine and threw it because yours was so much better. No, <laughs> yours is so good. Yeah, I was like, no. I gotta do this right. Brett's is too awesome. And it, you're, no. you really are a gifted uh, drawer. Oh, well, you're, you're very kind. But they, but the cool thing is they give you the guidelines for that. So it's a little bit easier that time around. So that was good. Yeah. And, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't really that much for me to see at Animal Kingdom there. Um, I heard the sound of like a band, you know, <gasps> playing and I'm like going and, you know, and it was like further away and then, and then closer and closer. And, um, and it was like one of some of their character experiences. And in this instance, in entertainment, um, we're on the boats that go like through the waterways yeah. of, uh, of the Animal Kingdom. So that was cool. And, you know, you just sort of spontaneously dance. I know I did, so <laughs> so it was a great morning. It was great, and That's that was awesome. the only time I went to the Animal Kingdom. Really, in all the time that you I were know, there, yes. huh? Uh huh. Yeah. See, I and know. you know, I, it's funny vacation. because it's my vacation. So. That's absolutely right. You're you're one hundred percent correct, and you know, I, uh, I, I just, I. It's funny because I think I could spend. I go back and forth. I people always ask like, what's your favorite park? And it's so difficult to say that. And I think on most days I would say it's either Hollywood studios or magic kingdom. But I think there are times where it's just like, 
when it's not too hot, uh, because of course it gets like horrifically hot there. Uh, but there's something about particularly rope dropping, um, that park. And when you can kind of like see sort of the mist on the water and you see Everest over there and, and it's just beautiful and you see the animals everywhere. So I absolutely love that park for sure. Um, but that's great. So I guess that means that we are going to Epcot. Okay. Um, <laughs> Epcot. Uh, well, I mean, you all know I was there on opening day. So I, and I was, researched it and was so excited about Epcot. Epcot has, is in a state of becoming right now, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, I, I can, my, one of my favorite things about Epcot is that they brought the, the original fountain back and it looks even better than it did on opening day. I don't know if, you know, the pylons or whatever, the sculpture of, uh, it looks so good. It looked very good during the day and it looked amazing at night. So it is back. And now as of the time that we record this, um, the Leave a Legacy, which thankfully went away, is back. <laughs> but it's but it's it's like, um, it, it isn't like these scary monoliths and all this. Kind of like by the bathroom, isn't it? On the way out the I, door? I know it's, on the, it's on the side and now they're colored and it's, you know, I mean, they're bright colors and it doesn't look, you know, so. Like a graveyard? Tombstoney. Yeah. yeah, bad, 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 bad. So they brought them back and, you know, so those people can be happy, but they're bright colors and it looks good now. That's the only way that the world is going to remember who Justin Timberlake is because NSYNC is on one of those tiles. Uh, They (laughs) got a legal legacy. Yeah. Aw, but yeah. So Future World, um, because I took the the Disney uh, Skyliner to, uh, to Epcot. So, you know, you take the Disney Skyliner from Pop Century to the Caribbean Beach Resort, which is kind of the hub for that. And then you get off and then you get on another one that goes to Epcot. So I would do the International Gateway. So, um, so you know, so I would walk through um, the United Kingdom and Canada and then uh, connected into, uh, into Future World. Um, there were some, uh, I was there during the, um, Epcot Festival of the Arts. So there were uh, some artistic expressions on on walls and there was some chalk drawings that were amazing and all of that. And, um, but (laughs) uh, this was kind of, and if we get to the things I liked and the things I didn't, well, one of the times that I kind of, I didn't really panic. I just kind of uh, didn't, didn't spend lots of time at Epcot because um, because of the Festival of the Arts, it's extremely popular. And mm-hmm. so World Showcase is extremely popular. And, um, and because there are all these um, places where you can get different kinds of food and, and beverage and all of this, um, and then there's like all these, you know, tables for people to, to be, um, you know, and part of the, part of the rules of, of, you know, guests right now at Walt Disney World is that you have to wear a mask unless you are stationary eating or drinking. Well, there are plenty of people stationary eating and drinking. And it just was a little unnerving for me. Um, you know, I did do a few things in, in uh, Future World. Um, 
and I hadn't been on Listen to the Land for a long time, and I don't know when I'll be returning because it was, I think I'd shared with Vanessa that there was, um, well, a loud family. I won't say where they were from New Jersey, but they were, um, they were very loud and they, you know, since there weren't actual real, it'd been so long since I'd been listening to the land. The last time I went on listen to the land, they actually had people narrating. Living, living with the land. Living with the land. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, living with the land. There were actual people, you know, talking and now we go past you know hydroponics okay so i hadn't so there was this recording and all those sort of stuff but the but the family the 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 very large loud family from new jersey um in front of me like did this monologue during the whole thing and then i'm sorry to well anyway it's just the what happened and then they were discussing when they needed to go and it wasn't to get anything to eat it was to do other things and I'm like going, I don't need to know this. Why am I, why, anyway. They so, sound so like my kind of group, honestly. They were, they were a little too much. And let's just say that they they made living with the land less livable. Um, <laughs> so anyway, and, oh, but then the joy was that we got to go on um, soaring together too. Oh. Um, and so they decided to go after soaring, but I found that out too. Anyway. <laughs> You should have just joined again. the party at that point, really. I'm just like going, would you just go? Anyway. So, That's so too there funny. Some, so anyway, you know, like the construction, because all of, you know, the center is being redone and all that and being, so it's like there's lots of construction walls, but they had different um, artistic sort of interpretations of classic um, Epcot future world and you know some other things there was a figment that you could have your picture taken of you know with the little wings and little horns oh, I it's hard to do that, that as a single person I was hoping that there'd be a a, 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 a photo pass person there but there was but not, you did so. the ride of course journey into imagination I bet no I did not <laughs> what that's your thing. I never do I no no I that what? you know no. That, that, what? You're that, surprised? Ride is, that ride is dead to, to him. It is dead to me. It I'm is not, dead to I'm me. not at all surprised in that. I'm like going, I, I it is question. dead to me. When you went, did, was Spaceship Earth closed or was it? I did go on Spaceship Earth. Oh, I, you know, I kind of wanted to, in case this was, in case this was, you know, Judy Dench's, you know, swan song, I needed to go on that. You know, one day we should one day we should take on who needs to be the next um spaceship earth narrator but that's that's <laughs> for another episode <laughs> yeah but that was good and again it's very th- you know for those that go to epcot you know and if you've had a long day it's very therapeutic it's the ride down um spaceship earth that just i don't know it, it like decompresses your spine or something it's very good so and, and it, it, you know that's one of those that's one of those feelings there are certain uh, tactile feelings that I have at Disney that I know that there's only one place that you can feel this and that's at Disney. Um, and going down, going back down spaceship earth when you're like, like this, looking at this like animation that you're making of yourself in the future, that is, that is absolutely a Disney feeling. That is a very specific feeling that I have only when I'm in that location. And so, um, yeah, we, uh, I, you know, I, way back in the day we were supposed to be there the month that it was going to close and so we certainly were going to go on it 
Um, but now with the kind of financial realities and just the way the world is, who knows how long uh, Dame Judy Dench might be around for and all of that. So, but it is a good idea that you went on it. Um, yeah. So you've kind of talked about a lot of your experiences through Epcot. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention in Epcot? Mm, I did a, I did a, a late night back to the parks in the afternoon evening. So uh, to go on uh, uh, Frozen, which mm-hmm. is so good. I know that there are Maelstrom fans out there. I never was a Maelstrom fan <laughs> at all. You didn't like the oil rigs? No, I just didn't. It just didn't do it for me. And so this is such a wonderful overlay and so well done mm-hmm. that, that that was Cool. You know what I really enjoy uh, a lot about that ride is the queue. Like so many of the um, newer attractions, the queues are just so lively. And uh, bringing a two-year-old at the time, the last time I was there, uh, it was it was just great because he was so enthralled with all of it. So it like it made that uh, we had fast passes for it, but I think we also waited in line once because it was only like a thirty-minute wait or something like that. But it made the thirty minutes fly by, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was it was great. It was great. And I tried to I tried to uh run back or walk back to uh American Adventure for the 730 last show and I didn't make it. So yeah. Yeah. Next but I did do other things at Epcot. I uh I I wanted to look at some of uh, and speak with some of the artists, which I did. Which um yeah, little uh, spoiler alert, you might be able we 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 probably will be speaking with at least one of the artists that I spoke with um, at that time because they have some really interesting art, Disney art and other art, but I spoke with the Disney people. So that was cool. Looking forward yeah, to that too. That's very, very cool. Uh, and like you said, teasing out a potential episode in the future, but uh, this is all wonderful stuff. So technically we've went through all four parks at this point. So now we're going to hop on over to Disney Springs next. Then I want to do your resort, and then I want to do kind of your wrap-up, uh, likes, didn't likes, and safety precautions. So that's the roadmap for where we're going. That means that we're heading into Disney Springs. Tell us Talk about to me about that cookie. You know what? Oh, I wow. looked, um, Literally, I looked tonight online because I was like, I wonder if they ship these magical cookies, and they do not. You can pre-order them uh, for pickup at the store, but it is a 17-hour drive. Uh, to get to Orlando from here. So I don't know that that is something I would like to do for a cookie. Yeah, well, we're talking about Gideon's Bakehouse. Mm-hmm. And it opened the week before I got there. And the that week, their opening week, um, they had a line of 11 hours to make That's your purchase. Crazy. Yeah. And now that was so, a virtual line though, right? So, I mean, at least people were checking in at eight in the morning and returning at nine at night or whatever. Something but. <laughs> like that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Going. so they did have a virtual line. So um, if you're familiar with the area, it was um, just across from uh, Morimoto. Morimoto? Mm-hmm. Morimoto. Yeah. And, uh, and there's, you know, very, very friendly person there taking your your digits and uh, and saying it'll be 12 hours before you come back no <laughs> but mine the first day it was i think it was it was easily 60 minutes and i already done my shopping so my so my tip is so anyway so my tip is if you want to go to uh gideon's bakehouse go there first and get your 
your virtual line thing going and then you can do your shopping and then you can come back yeah and you can and then you're not wasting time walking it's around. Almost like, it sounds like you may actually have gone on a date with someone and you didn't know it like she's like give me your number and, like, <laughs> yeah. and come back give me your number come Here's back you we'll have something good for you <laughs> so, yeah. and they did so they was, gave you cake they did not give they did not give me cake what? what was that beautiful cake. cake that I saw? Oh, they did not. Well, I had, yes, I got, okay. So I got, I think I already, I had already bought my sprinkles, Vanessa, so I could listen to I the song. Yes, I, I did my, I did the sprinkles ATM for the carrot cake, cupcake. Nice. And uh, I, I was getting a little upset because I'm like, going, where's the song? Where's the song? Where's the song? Okay. You do your transaction, your, you do your transaction and then the song plays afterwards so be patient the song is coming i love sprinkles anyway so good um so i had that uh while i think while i was waiting for yeah while i was waiting to uh go back to uh gideon's bakehouse i went to uh everglades donuts okay so clever right everglades i didn't get it until the next day <laughs> like going we're in florida so it's everglades <laughs> i know it took a little while but uh but i got the i got two donuts there mm -hmm. How were they? <laughs> so two donuts. um it was this peanut buttery thing that was like huge that had like peanut butter um cups miniature peanut butter cups on top and was just huge okay that one and then I also I got the, then I got the double maple bacon glaze oh, wow. donut. And I'm like going, really, you know, bacon and all of this, oh, is it good? Yeah. Well, anyway, I, I got both of those and then I, then it was time to go back. Oh, I also, <laughs> um, then I also went to Guy Fieri's chicken guy. Yeah, and got dinner because I was taking it back to my room, you know, and and uh, it's a form of chicken tender, you know, and it's a chicken tender because you know it's my vacation, so I knew I was. It was my second day of chicken. It was actually my third day of chicken tenders because I had chicken tenders from KFC um, the night that I stayed overnight in St. Louis, and then the next day I had chicken tenders from the food court at Pop Century, and so it was time to up my game. So I did the uh, the chicken guy, which actually I've seen long, long lines for. So this time there wasn't as long a line. So I went in and there's like 20 sauces you can choose from. Yeah, I chose, I two come with like the meal kind of, I think I had a four piece because I was, you know, eating for a couple of days. And, uh, <laughs> and then I got- Four pieces for two days? Oh, honey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is why and, I ate all Brett's food in Disneyland because two things of four piece will last two days. <laughs> so yes, it did. And so I had four different sauces. So um, I had the I had the the guy's favorite, which was it was a it was a ketchup mayonnaise and pickle dill pickle juice. Oh. Okay. sauce it was really good it wasn't like you know pickle relish it wasn't like you know that it wasn't like you know a mcdonald's special sauce you know it was that was his special sauce so that was good that was good um there was a sweet and sour which no no, no. that was like it was like a no 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 there was a um there was a garlic parmesan 
Ooh, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Oh, you need to write for him. That would be good. I, and then I, I had one other. Yeah. Oh, honey mustard. Some of them were some of them were kind of boring, and some of them were on the edge. They do have plenty of hot sauces mm. at different you know levels of you know that whatever it is. Um, but yeah, but there were like twenty different sauces. It comes with um, you know like a menu that had all of it and what's on it. It was so good. But yeah, it was very good. Oh, and then it was time to go back to Gideon's Bakehouse. Um, I had already had the classic cookie, the, the one that took 15 years, the recipe that took 15 years to formulate. I did a pass on that because I had it before. I would do a pass on that again, not my kind of cookie. But I did have the peanut butter one and the, let's see, it's the uh, coffee cake. Now, everything is very exclusive in limited amounts, and not everyone who gets in line and waits 12 hours can get exactly what they want. No, 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 no. I did ask, I'm like going, um, timidly, I said, do you still have uh, the coffee cake cookie? Let me see. And they did. Ooh. So I'm like going, I got the coffee cake cookie, the peanut butter cookie, and... <laughs> two slices of cake. Because um, I knew I was going to take this back to my room. And, you know, I'm like, going, I'm eating in my room. I mean, I mean, dessert is kind of a thrill because the rest of the time is chicken tenders. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so I had this banana, peanut butter banana cake. Mm -hmm. And then this other one that was a mint chocolate cake. So I have all... <laughs> Can you imagine all of those sweets? So I have this huge bag. Two donuts, one that is bacon, one that is peanut butter cup. Look, I'm like a server in a former life. You got the the, the banana, peanut butter banana cake. You got the mint cake and you got the two cookies. I don't remember what kind they were. Of those, everybody wants to know what was worth going back for. Like what was the best? The cake. Yeah. The cake? The, the, yeah. And you have to kind of eat it you know, within the first day. Um, I put it in the refrigerator. I put the mint one in the refrigerator and it lost its, it lost its, it lost a little bit, you know, just living in the refrigerator for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, but let me <laughs> I was on vacation. So it was like two o'clock in the morning and, you know, I've been waking, I've been waking up very early and all of that sort of time. And I'm like going, there's cake right there. <laughs> so I'm like, going, I'm on vacation and I need to make sure that I can still taste sweet for, you know, all of those reasons. I need and to I'm make like sure going, Wanda has, uh, has cake with me or something, right? While I you're watching your cake. WandaVision. I did. I, that was a Friday. So I did, I had, I had cake um, and I did watch WandaVision. And then I'm like going, oh, this is sweet. I'll be able to, I can, I can go back to sleep. No, <laughs> like going, it was very sweet and very yummy. So I ate that and, you know, be kind of like, I was kind of like in a giddy sugar coma, sort of, you know, sort of thing. And watched Wanda and then got up and then that was when I went to the studio or that's when I went to um, Animal Kingdom. But yeah. I'd say I was going to, um, I was going to butt in a little bit because it does seem like we're, we're getting into cookie talk with bread uh, because I think we spent more time on what you ate at Springs than we did in Magic Kingdom. So um, you did have a celebrity sighting in Disney Springs. You want to mention that. And also uh, that leads us into uh, the resorts because you actually left that night to go back to the resorts, correct? 
Well, the, the first, my first day, so, you know, I went to, okay, we're, go, we're going back to Wednesday when I got there, you know, did the Rise of the Resistance. I'm like going, I was kind of like the past two days, because you know, like the day before, you know, the night before your flight and all that, you can barely sleep and you're going to Disney World the next day. So that was that, but that kind of that, that um, uh, anxiousness and excitement sort of started on Monday. So I had Monday with a little sleep, Tuesday with a little sleep, Wednesday, I'm at Walt Disney World, and um, after Rise of the Resistance, I'm like going, I think I need a nap. <laughs> so I went back to my room. Um, I had purchased cucumbers from Garden Grocer. I per okay, okay. Now this is another trick. This is this will get you through your vacation. So um, cucumbers, cucumbers, you little slices, cucumbers on your eyes with a wet towel on top, it sucks the poison of the day out of your eyes and totally refreshes you. Because I thought for sure I am in, I will be sleeping for the rest of the night because I've been up for two days. So I'm like going, but I put I put the cucumbers on my eyes with the with you know the, the wash rag, the cool wash rag. It's about 20 minutes and I was ready to go again. Vanessa, so like, are you okay? We gotta check in. Vanessa, are you okay? What? Cucumbers? No, she's just dying. She's dying You've over there. You've got to do cucumbers. I You've just, got to. It's, it's just that Craig asked you two questions. <laughs> cucumbers. <laughs> oh, okay. So anyway, so well, you got. I'm. I'm giving. I'm setting the scene. So anyway, so I was refreshed. I'm like going. Where am I going to go? I'm at Walt Disney World. Where am I going to go? It's my first night here. I know. I want cake. So I'm. Uh, you know, because it's important to do things while they're popular, but before they're common. So, um, so I went to, I got on the, I was going to get on the bus, but the line was a little long and I was feeling, well, I am on vacation. So why don't I check for a lift? Two minutes and they're here. I think that's a good idea. Pricing, hmm, $7. I think I'll go for that. Rather than wait an extended long time to get in a bus, I took a lift to uh, Disney Springs and uh, got out, started to walk, look cool, you know, in my double masks. It was, uh, it was the first, oh yeah, that was kind of like this first um, security experience I had. Um, we'll get to that. But anyway, I had, <laughs> I was pulled over to the side and I, and I, and they did the whole wand thing on me and all this, I'm like going, anyway, I was free and clear. I went into downtown Disney. I got to about um, World of Disney I had heard that crowds at night were higher. There were more people at Disney Springs at night because the parks were closing earlier and it was a nighttime happening place. Excuse me. So I get to World of Disney. I start to walk in. I turn around and I see lots of people. <laughs> Lots and lots and lots of people. Now, this is the first day of my vacation. I have my double masks. I'm still kind of in, why am I even here during our current situation? So there was a moment, more than a moment of panic. I'm like going, remember your rules, number, whatever it is. Um, if you feel uncomfortable, go back to your room. <laughs> so I'm like going, boom, boom, boom. I walk past Lou Mangello, who I was hoping to see, you know, some of the, I mean, Lou Mangello. So, you know, Disney show, social media video royalty. And he's there, you know, with his camera, 
walking by and I'm like, going, oh, but wait, I need to talk. And then part of me went, no, just leave. I'm like going anyway. And he was busy, you know, he was busy. Um, so I got to the bus and of course, you know, after all that time at Disney Springs, just so you know, if, uh, if you're staying at Pop Century, it's the very last bus that you go all the way around for. Well, that actually leads so, me to my next question for you, Brett. Yes. Is, do you think with this Skyliner that Pop Century is a good place to be? Or is it better to be at a, a closer one, like maybe, like you said, Caribbean, the Caribbean Resort? Or... And also, do you think the Skyliner changes where you will stay? Will will non-Skyliner resorts be completely off the table for you now? Yes. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> I think so. You know, um, you know, if uh, if I had the opportunity, the budget, and a, a, or a bargain to stay at a deluxe resort, you know, I, I that could happen. <laughs> but right now, I one of the appeals again, part of my part of my rules is that. Um, being careful about social distancing. Um, the idea of of being a, a Skyliner resort is that um, I would have my own little Skyliner to go to uh, the studios and go to Epcot. So the only time I would be on a bus would be to Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom, which I thought that would be a plus, and it was. And there is just something so relaxing. It was one of my one of my favorite memories was the first time I got on the Skyliner and was, you know, writing to the studios because I just was able to take it in and just relax. And, and it I is. And writing it at night, so cool. Oh, I love that, it. That will probably change in the future where you probably will have to ride with other parties. Um, instead I don't of know. I don't know. Well, I think I, that's what they did before the pandemic, but um, that definitely would be a huge benefit. And, and I think when I, I asked you about the buses before, um and that you said that there's like partitions so you're it's not mm -hmm. as crowded i mean they pack those buses at the end of the night mm -hmm. is that not the case now no it was like the first time i'd ever sat on a bus the entire every time i was on a bus you know this time around because um generally i mean i'm a dude and i have manners so you know at the end of the night you know like in the past when they would say um uh, pack everyone into <laughs> the buses you know even if i sat down at one point i would i would inevitably stand up you know so someone could take my seat someone you know whoever it was so this was so this was a very nice change to actually get to sit because everyone's tired at the end of your day and all that sort of stuff so it was nice to sit in a bus so the thing is i'm just wondering there i'm i'm wondering what will stick and what will go away when right. the current situation is over, you know, right. because there's some really nice things that that are happening now. And well, that gets into the how their you know their guest management and all that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that what we can do now is kind of talk. And I know we kind of briefly went over Pop Century, but I love Art of Animation too. And it's great to think about uh, staying in that family suite and then walking over to use the Skyliner. It's a really quick walk, especially if you're in the Finding Nemo section which is uh, sort of where uh, my son loved to stay. And so that's where we intended to go back to. We had a room at that uh, location. So hopefully we'll go back there soon and then we can check that out and try out that Skyliner too. Um, so now, yes, can we do this in more of a 
because you usually put our guest on the spot with this. Let's do this as a rapid fire on some things that Disney, in your mind, did right uh, with safety in the, your trip. Okay. Um, social distancing. Um, when you're waiting in line, um, there's markers everywhere. You know, like in early morning, you know, if you're getting on the bus, you would outside the resort um, during the, in the bus areas, you'd see these markers absolutely all over. I'm like going, how could the line be that long? Well, it is that long and it's, and you know exactly where to stand. So that's very cool. When you're in the parks, you know exactly where to stand. Um, the thing, oh, <laughs> I dealt with a few encroachers, people who would uh, not necessarily be distancing behind me. So, um, so a couple of things, um, I, would, I would turn around and do, and do the look or versions of the look. Um, one time I, okay, I was being especially evil, but they were annoying me. Um, I, it was for, it was for uh, uh, Seven Dwarves Mine. And, you know, we were moving, we were moving and I, people were encroaching and encroaching. And when, we, when it, I got to the line, we were supposed to stop. I immediately stopped. So they kind of had to do the cartoon Auga thing, which, you know, snapped them into the, don't do that. So, um, so that was kind of, that was good. Sorry, I felt a little bad, but I'm like going, I stopped on the line and they did that sort of boom, boom, boom thing, you know, but anyway, um, but it worked. They didn't bother me after that. Um, but the, so waiting in lines was so hand, was handled so well. Um, the thing is that's, and it's up to the guest. When you get off an attraction, you kind of are all kind of leaving at the same time. So you have, it's up to the guests at that point to let people go so you still have a social distancing afterwards. Um, let's see, as far as um, there were uh, places for hand sanitizer, you know, before you get on an attraction, after you get on an attraction, plenty of places to wash your hands. I did, you know, there were, everyone was washing their hands a lot, um, you know, so that was, that was very good. Um, I went past some restaurants. It looked like they were doing some serious distancing there. Um, I didn't really hang out at restaurants because I couldn't eat at them, and I chose not to eat at them. So, uh, so I go back to my room. But, uh, but, uh, and there were, and as far as mask wearing, presently, I would say that ninety-eight to ninety-nine percent. You very, very. I could probably count on maybe one hand how many times I saw people not wearing masks correctly. So good for that's great. For them take it yeah. seriously. So, good, good. good. So moving into more of a wrap up of your trip report. Um, we have to. Yeah, I said this you, would be three gotta, days long. You've got to wrap it up. You have to. Um, what you have to do is you, you've already booked another trip. I know it. Uh, so you have to get just dreaming about the next trip. But to okay. put a bow on this trip, give me some things that you will remember from this trip that you really enjoy. Uh, and maybe if you have a thing or two that you didn't necessarily enjoy the trip, but I don't want you to end on a negative. So I want you to it, to talk about those first maybe and then say the that you have to do on your own to stay safe as well. Cause I think that's really helpful to a listener maybe planning. Oh, sure. Sure. Um, well, you have to just be aware. Um, if you're depending on how you're traveling, um, 
I'd say for me, the most uh, going there wasn't a problem because um, I was flying from St. Louis to Orlando. Um, it was an early morning flight. Um, it seemed in St. Louis that they were using a lot more gates than I recall them using before. So there was, you know, lots of distancing. I was in a gate I'd never been to before for Southwest. I didn't know that it existed. So I'm like, well, here I am. Hours before it was just me. Um, so that was cool. Um, but I would say, um, so the airports were a little bit more of a concern. Um, so, you know, be prepared to uh, be aware of your social distancing if you are doing uh, the uh, baggage claim or use lugless. Hello, it was very easy to use. Um, and then when you get into the parks, um, again, downtown, excuse me, Disney Springs at night was not something I was comfortable doing um, after the first night. So it's entirely up to you for that. Um, again, and Epcot, the because and there's always going to be there's pretty much always going to be a festival going on so right that is a concern i guess weekends are worse and weekends were worse than during the week um the one night that i was there you know kind of it was during the week and later um that wasn't so bad but still that epcot's future or world showcase was a little bit of an issue it was more it was a big issue for me i did not spend a lot of time there but so those are the things that you just are aware of and as I said, when you're exiting either attractions or getting off a log or getting off of something, there's everyone else is getting off at the same time. So just be aware of your distancing there and uh, wash your hands before and wash them after. And yeah, just be, then, be as safe as you could. I mean, like oh, I've, I've self-quarantined and I'm almost out of my self-quarantine. As of the time of this uh, recording, I have one more day. No symptoms so far, so. Knock, knock, knock. Well, I keep, I keep taking, you know, I keep taking, uh, tasting sweet things and I keep tasting, you know, savory things just to make sure I'm okay. <laughs> you could, that's, now you need all those sauces from Guy Fieri so that you can make. I know. Oh, but, they, they were really good, you know. All right, what anyway. is your, so you've given the tips to people for how they could vacation right now if they wanted to. What are your overall, like, if you had to pick like five or so words to describe this trip or what are your final thoughts on how you would kind of label these memories? Again, moving to the positive because the first couple of days were a little higher anxiety. Why am I doing this? Why should I be doing this? There's so much going on, you know, and I'm like going, and then my realization was actually, and then I'll go into the good stuff, but my realization is um, I'm here for uh, thanks to really good rates. Um, I'm here for nine nights and 10 days. And if I don't have a good time, it's my entirely my fault. So I kind of, I shook myself that uh, up a little bit. Um, I chose not to watch the news because um, that was, um, that was a little anxiety uh, producing <laughs> experience. Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, so I would just switch the channels when I was on. Um, and then, so my takeaways relaxing on the Disney Skyliner, you know, doing Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway so many times. I went on that so many times. I actually, okay, confession time. I only went on Rise of the Resistance once. I had, wow. I had um, passes for hmm, four of the six days that I tried, um, but the other, but two of them were like, 
in the middle of the day and I couldn't possibly go back after going in the morning. I mean, there's crowds and people and, you know, I know, I know, but um, I did not want to go back. Um, The last day um, I did have a a boarding pass, but by the time my group was called, um, I was on Magical Express back to the airport. So, but back to the good things, just relaxing. Um, The, there were days like when I went to um, Animal Kingdom early morning, you know, with Pandora, with, you know, very few people and no lines. Ah, just gorgeous, wonderful. Going to the Magic Kingdom um, and, you know, experiencing sunset and just walking onto lines, sharing it with you all, you know, that was <laughs> That was fun. fun. You know, and the, the, what happened right before I walked in, and this is, I mean, this is a takeaway that I'll love forever, but um, they were having a cavalcade and it was the royal cavalcade. So it had the big castle float. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of like in living in my phone and other things. And then I'm, and I'm looking up because I'm getting ready for the podcast. So I'm like going, I was a little, you know, concerned because we're doing this live. And I look up and I see the fairy godmother. Well, I know the fairy godmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, uh, and so it was so good to see the fairy godmother who kind of just, you know, she looked at me and then just kind of had this realization of, I know him. So that was, and we did the little heart thing and the kisses. And so I, so it was so good to see the fairy godmother. It was a very charming experience. And then I shared our trip and that was fun. You um, writing Dumbo. I, I need that energy in my daily life. Oh, Dumbo, Dumbo energy, trying to tell you so much to, turn the camera around and you just weren't listening at all it's like you were you were in disney you were like you are not gonna tell me what to do craig mcfarland oh i, am, I would never that wasn't like anything like that would... me to the side of the elephant show t-shirts that's what i want on mine yeah for sure for sure well, uh, Brett, thank you for sharing all those experiences with us. Do you have any other final thoughts you wanted to mention? Hmm. Part of my reason for going and part of the reason for me sharing my vacation while I was there, because I was mm, a little concerned. I'm like going, you know, there's a lot going on and, you know, why people maybe don't want to see that. But then people did. And I really enjoyed sharing it. I enjoyed sharing it while I was there. I enjoy sharing it now. But kind of my takeaway is Disney World is there. Um, it's going to, it might be changing for a while, but it's there and it'll be there whenever you're ready for it, when it's time for you to go. So have a good Absolutely. time. Well, that's such a nice way to to wrap up that trip report. Uh, and thank you for sharing all of that with us. And I know uh, we'll be hearing stories about that trip for years to come because that's just what Disney does. I mean, I still talk about I still talk about the trip three years ago as though I was there yesterday, and it's so vivid in my memory because of that. So that's why we love the place. That's why we've done a podcast not only about the films, but the parks for hundreds of hours here. So speaking of the podcast, you can subscribe and of course, share this with your friends. You can find us wherever you find podcasts by searching Beyond the Mouse. You can also find us on social media, Beyond the Mouse Podcast on Facebook, also Beyond the Mouse Pod on Instagram and Beyond Mouse 
on Twitter. I should say, breaking news, Kevin Lima just retweeted you, Vanessa. So uh, so that's, you've probably been blowing up your phone here for, uh, for a moment. But uh, so find us on Twitter. It's a great place to find us on there. And follow Goofy Movie Director too. Follow Kevin Lima because he's a great follow on Twitter as well. Um, and of course, you can find us also on nprillinois.org. We are part of the Front Row Network. So you can find them on all their social media by searching the Front Row Network as well. It's just been a blast getting to hear about this trip report, Brett. And it was so exciting that you were down there. It's exciting to know people that are going there. Um, I just got to say, you know, uh, every day that, uh, and not to get kind of this way about things, but every day I see friends and family getting vaccines and, and, it just gives me hope for that light at the end of the tunnel. And like you said, Disney will be there. Disney world will be there and it'll be there when, when we feel comfortable to go down there. Uh, and I can't wait for my next trip down there. So thank you for holding it over for me. Uh, it, it, this helped me experience it through you, especially doing our live show. And that's why you want to follow us on social media, because we are uh, going to try to do more of those types of things in the future. And if you want even more content from us, you can find us on Patreon. So, Search patreon.com slash front row network and all the hosts, however many millions of hosts that we have at the front row now and all the shows will be producing extra bonus content just for our patrons. So thank you so much uh, for supporting us that way as well. Vanessa, any final thoughts? I am just anticipating that Brett is going to tell us over and over again and rub it in our faces that he's been on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and Rise of the Resistance, and the Skyliner, and Craig, and I haven't, and probably will not for some time, but that's okay. We're glad that Brett goes and risks his life just to like, <laughs> report back to us. So he could report back to us. That's yeah, right. Give us this quality content the team, that we yes. desperately want and need. <laughs> Speaking of past guests, we should mention that Kevin Rafferty was breaking news that he is going to be retiring soon. Talk about a heck of a career in Imagineering. And uh, you got to experience kind of his swan song in Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And I bet he probably had that kind of in the back of his mind while he was designing it. They are going to bring that attraction to Disneyland as well, if I'm not mistaken. So I wonder if he's going to make sure that uh, that the plans are in place and then he's going to ride off into the sunset, maybe on a train uh, with Goofy as the, the conductor. Brett, any final thoughts on your trip report? It was nice to go. It's nice to be back and it'll be nice when uh, when I go back again. Yeah, for sure. We have so much content coming up. You're going to have to edit for hours and days. Uh, we have so many guest interviews coming up. We spoke spoke to Evangeline Lily this month. I mean, just incredible stuff that we've been going on. So we'll keep you busy here on Beyond the Mouse. And oh, great. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I guess this is when I make the announcement we're going twice weekly, right? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding to both of you. That was a joke. That was a joke. We just a little. We were like, no, <laughs> that was a joke, oh uh, but we will continue daily. to bring you out that content. <laughs> oh no, no, no. And we're getting really close to episode 100, guys. So who knows? Mm. Who knows what we have in store for that? But mm. we'll have to find out in the near future. For Beyond the Mouse, I am Craig. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Brett. And we will see you real soon in the front row. Well, maybe you can wave at Brett while he's down in Disney World. <laughs> Uh, 
I'm ready to go again. I bet you are. <laughs>